Running sales, promotions, and discounts is something almost every store does. And there's no promotions app more advanced than bold discounts. It's the easiest way to set up and automate a sale without coupon codes. Think of bold discounts as your store's advanced sale engine. The amount of flexibility in this thing is wild. Listen to this. You can choose whether or not coupon codes are allowed during a sale. It supports smart deal stacking. Let's say you've got overlapping promotions. The app will automatically choose the best offer between the two. And I love that you can add custom HTML to products on sale. So this is great for easily and automatically adding wording to your products like clearance sale, all sales final, etc. They've even added new sales icons and countdown timers. So now if you're running a store-wide sale, you can add their countdown timer in your header, homepage, wherever you want. No coding needed. And that's just scratching the surface of stuff it could do. So if you're looking for a way to automate sophisticated sales in your Shopify store, maybe for flash sales or upcoming holidays, Bold Discounts will get you up and running within seconds. And as an unofficial Shopify podcast listener, Bold is offering you their discounts app free for two months. To get this special offer, go to kurtelster.com slash bold, and you'll be able to install it from there. That's kurtelster.com slash bold. What's the number one customer support request you get? I bet it's, hey, where's my order? My friends at Ventov, makers of SEO Meta Manager, have a solution for this. It's called Order Lookup, and it lets customers look up their orders, right, good name, with either their email or order number, reducing the order inquiries you get in your inbox. We use it on our own high-volume Shopify Plus client stores like Hoonigan and Yvonne Stells to provide real-time order info to customers with a fully customizable order lookup page so you can keep that thing on brand. And hey, if you're a dropshipper, it even works with ePacket. You can get a seven-day free trial when you search order lookup in the App Store. Today on the Unofficial Shopify Podcast, we are talking to a former Division I hockey player turned entrepreneur, a gentleman who has appeared on Dragon's Den and has a really cool brand, a really cool Shopify store. It's called Accu. And what's interesting about it is prior to being introduced to uh, this merchant, I have seen this site before. It's been shown to me more than once where people say, wow, I wish my site looked more like this. And it's because they have really phenomenal branding. And so joining me today is Paul DeJersey of Accu, AccuSpike.com. And they sell, well, you know what? I'll let him tell me. Uh, Paul, how you doing? What the heck is an AccuSpike or Accu? <laughs> Thanks a lot for having me on, Kurt. Uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be here. And uh, yeah, I appreciate the, the kind words. AccuSpike, uh, Accu is our brand and we specialize in acupressure products. So uh, AKU is short for acupressure uh, and our products are derived from uh, Eastern Europe. So that's where we get the Q from. And um, our products are essentially self-care tools that you can use in your home anywhere, anytime without the need of seeing a massage therapist or acupuncture, uh, acupuncturist. And they provide relief kind of uh, for, for blood flow, muscle relaxation, and uh, general wellness optimization. And you've got, uh, you've got several products here, and they all mm -hmm. look f pretty spiky. <laughs> what, uh, ex explain to me these products. What do they look like? What, are, what do they do? 
Yeah, so they're really spiky. They're uh, they're quite shocky when you first try them. Uh, some people are quite intimidated when they first uh, feel the spikes, but they're essentially uh, acupressure products. So it's very similar to acupuncture uh, in theory. However, our products don't actually puncture the skin, so it, it kind of enables uh, a self care treatment that you can use uh, without 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 supervision. And I mean, our, our Halo product is the Acu Mat, and it's essentially a bed of nails. So there's a lot of these plastic derivatives online. Our products are the only acupressure products made with high-grade metals opposed to cheap plastic. So the idea is you essentially lie down on the mat or you can stand on the mat and you let the spikes pressure against the skin. And then that, that, that pressure stimulates blood flow and circulation and also helps with lymph, lymph flow and lymph drainage. So when you originally lie on the mat, you'll feel a really intense sensation. But as you kind of breathe through it, it actually becomes quite relaxing. So it's, it's really like a pain to pleasure type experience. Like when people first try the mat, they're in shock at how painful it is. But then after about five minutes, they're just like completely relaxed. And a lot of times people fall asleep on it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So they've got, I've not tried this and I've not tried acu, uh, acupuncture, but I don't doubt it. Um, mm-hmm. We've got, so this, this looks like a, a yoga mat. That is also covered in nails. Is, <laughs> would that be a fair description? That's a really good description. And we use uh, we use five different metals. So we have silver, zinc, iron, copper, and nickel. Those metals are all organic to our body and they're antimicrobial. So you don't have to worry about uh, kind of bacteria growth. And uh, these, these metals are, have certain ionic charges. So you'll feel a lot of warmth when you lie on the mat. So a lot of times when you get up, your back will be completely red from all the warmth and, and blood flow that comes to the area. So the metals are really quite uh, quite amazing, and it's a it's a it's a particular brand, uh, blend. So there's trace amounts of uh, silver, zinc, iron, copper, and nickel in all the in all of our products, and it's uh, this ideal blend for the ionic flow. When did you uh, when did you launch this store? When did this product first become available? I believe it was early 2018. Um, we kind of put up our first theme, uh, and then ever since then, it's been a it's been a work in progress. And it, as you know, these sites take a while to to build up, and we've kind of just been iterating uh, since since day one. And uh, the site is kind of it's never done, and we're always trying to improve it. And there's always little little tinkerings and uh, optimizations we're always looking into. So three years ago, when you launched this thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Your first sale, it was on Shopify? You started with, with an online store? Uh, I kind of went like door-to-door a little bit when I first launched it. Uh, I, I'm from Vancouver, and uh, I, as you mentioned in the intro, I used to play hockey. So when I was kind of originally, originally had the idea, I wanted to validate the concept and, and prove the market kind of locally. So I was just selling it to people I knew like in stores and trainers and gyms. And then uh, we, we, had, we had our Shopify site up first. But I think our first couple sales were definitely... Uh, offline and then uh, we had a couple sales when we launched the site and like when you get your first sale online it's really uh, it's really cool especially when it's a stranger so that was kind of a that kind of put us in motion and we've been going strong ever since all right so going back even further where did this idea come from yeah when you first uh, think like man i should go sell a bed of nails to people (laughs) it's uh it's not something i would have ever thought uh a few before we launched the business but when I was uh, playing hockey, uh, I had a really amazing trainer who's actually now my business partner. His name's Sergey Nazarov, and he actually traveled uh, the world uh, for eight years with the Cirque du Soleil. So he's just oh wow, yeah, he's a total freak with his body. Like he, he's he's what you would expect in terms of like flexibility and strength. That uh, 
just amazing. But I was, uh, I was, I hurt my back one day while I was, uh, training with him. Not, nothing serious, but he had one of these mats lying around because all the Cirque du Soleil guys, uh, swore by them. And he's from Russia and Eastern Europe and they're, they're quite popular over there. So he gave me this mat to try out and I, uh, I absolutely loved it. And, uh, I thought this was just an incredible feeling and it really helped my back. But I was kind of playing hockey at the time, so I just really forgot about it. Uh, and then my, my career came to an end at college and I, I remember the mat and I wanted to just buy it myself and I couldn't find it anywhere. I was looking up like bed and nails, uh, like spike mat and I couldn't find the product anywhere. So I asked Sergey about it and he told me, it comes from Ukraine and it's, uh, it, they're very popular in Russia, but they're really not well known over here. And so I thought to myself, like, well, I know at least like 50 of my friends uh, who I would want to buy this product and we can create a really cool brand here. So I reached out to this, uh, this Ukrainian, uh, manufacturing partner and we, uh, the first call with them, I didn't know a single thing they were saying. I was just like nodding my head saying, yeah, we want to sell this. Yeah. And we eventually uh, were able to negotiate uh, the exclusive rights to distribute and sell it in North America. And uh, we built our brand around uh, acupressure. And that's kind of where the AKU comes from because it, it pays homage to Ukraine. And uh, in in uh, in Russia and Ukraine, everything is called, every C is spelled with a K. So it's kind of like acupressure. So that's kind of where we got the name from. That's a little bit of the backstory. But I, tell, I tell people I'm not a medical, I'm not a, it's 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 a medical grade device, and the the product was built by a, a famous sports scientist over in Russia. And so I try not to make too many claims from a medical standpoint, but it really is a an effective tool that's been used uh, for, for 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 many years, and uh, it dates back to even when yogis would lie on literal bed of nails. Like I don't know if you've seen on like Ripley's Believe It or Not, or like, they actually had nail beds that people would like get driven over on a truck, which is obviously just silly, but it proves the the concept of it's called the force per unit area, meaning the force is evenly distributed and it won't puncture the skin if you use it properly. So it's quite intense, but you don't have to worry about like hurting yourself on it. Right. It, you're dis- uh, it's because they're, you're dividing the weight across the surface area of each head of each nail. Exactly. Yeah. And then that keeps you, keeps it from puncturing you. Yeah. Um, you get, you experienced this firsthand and you said like, wow, this thing's really cool. And then you, you did, did you were a believer. It worked. And then you mm-hmm. tried to buy one on your own mm-hmm. uh, locally, couldn't find it, didn't exist, and it turned out it's this very this, this thing is very localized to Eastern Europe or Ukrainian Russia, um, Ukraine and Russia, and you believed in it so hard you acquired the distribution rights. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, when you say it like that, it sounds pretty crazy, but. I kind of always uh, envision myself as a as an entrepreneur. I know it's kind of a, a cliche thing to say, but I, I really always wanted to to start my own business, and this was kind of just a a launch pad for me. And I, I thought like I didn't really know where I could go, but I just knew that like I had some people in my network that would want to buy this, and I, I thought like this is like kind of checks all the boxes for e-commerce. It it's health and wellness. It's like eye catching, and it's kind of like on trend with self-care and uh it, it was it was a good product to launch at the time in terms of like the category it was in no oh, absolutely mm-hmm. um and so to to validate the idea to get the initial customers you went to uh friends to people you know and sold it locally just mm-hmm. okay yeah and from there then jumped into the uh into an online store once the thing was online it, 
The advantage to it being entirely new here is you don't have competition. The disadvantage mm. is no one knows to look for it. So how do you go about acquiring those first customers? And were like initially were people like you're out of your mind? Like, what was the reaction? <laughs> yeah, I mean it was a little slow online to get to get started. And I think everyone kind of thinks they're going to put their store up and you're going to start seeing insane traffic and you're going to start converting uh, left right. Um, obviously, it took a lot longer and. Luckily for us, there's these acupressure mats are actually quite popular uh, in North America. Uh, there's a couple huge uh, c- companies like called Pranamat and uh, and one's called uh, Sp- Spook Wellness, and they do plastic. So like the, the concept is actually relatively popular in terms of the acupressure mat space. So originally we kind of just tailored our marketing and our messaging to, to suit the, the needs of these people that use the plastic mat. And we kind of piggybacked off these people that already believe in the concept and said, hey, you guys are using the plastic mat. Try this. It's, it's, it's the same concept. Ours is just higher quality and it's more effective. And a lot of our early adopters were those who have used the plastic iteration. And then we obviously had, I had, I had some, 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 I was grateful to have some buddies who play in the NHL and some pro athletes who helped us uh, kind of build the brand awareness off the bat. And we got some good social shares and, it was never. Uh, it was never like we launched and we started selling like crazy. It was just we've since day one we've kind of steadily grown and uh, we're doing more sales day by day. And it's but it's 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 always been a, it's been a very kind of a steady grind or a steady flow of sales, as opposed to just like one moment that really broke us through. We always yeah we we always call it stacking the bricks. You know you don't mm. a house is not built immediately. You just keep stacking bricks and then suddenly you turn around and oh my gosh there's a house there and. <laughs> It sounds like that was the case for you, where there was an initial, you know, small group of people who were looking for this product. There were, and you also had your network of people who could benefit from it. And because you believed in it, and then they believed in it, they mm-hmm. were willing to share it. And then that you know, those things combined snowball. And mm-hmm. when combined with like really great branding and a, a great website, which you have, I love it. Um, Thank you. Things start to take off. It really it enables word of mouth. Definitely. Um, it, talking about the brand, did you always have this branding from uh, the get go? Yeah. So I uh, I really like the black and white. Um, that was kind of my vision for it. And I uh, once I got found the name, my my brother is a he has a design company based in Vancouver, and he built this uh, Accu logo. And right when he built the logo, I was just like, that's the one, and I absolutely loved it. And I was obviously probably a little biased because he's my brother, but we get so many compliments still just on the on the logo and the brand, and we try to keep it really minimalistic and really clean. And so I I love just like the the three letters and and the black and white. I think it really suits what we do. And uh, I I plan I I don't plan on changing the brand anytime soon because it's definitely worked for us. And that's one of the biggest compliments we get. So I'm, I can't take all the credit for that. It was a lot of people that put their minds into it, but I think uh, if it suits us well. At the same time, it sounds like you know you had some vision there. Like you knew it was what you knew what you didn't want, and that's mm-hmm. as important as knowing what you do want. And then when you saw it, you said, "That's it." That, but you know, you you said, "Well, it's my brother, so I was biased." But at the same time, there's a lot of value in 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 trusting in trusting people, delegating to them, and then getting out of their way and letting them do the work. That 100%. sounds like that's what you did. So. Early on, well, so you started this in 2018, and it sounds like you didn't have prior business experience, right? 
No, I mean, I got my business degree while I was playing hockey and uh, I was kind of working in real estate, uh, what everyone does in Vancouver when they're kind of lost and have no direction. So I was working, <laughs> I was working in Vancouver, just doing some real estate. Um, and I, uh, I always knew I wanted to start something. I just didn't know what. And then I, uh, right when I saw this, this product, I, I, I actually quit my job and just went after it because uh, I, Gary Vee, I was, I was heavy into Gary Vee and he was telling me, uh, a lot of people tell, tell you, say they're an entrepreneur, but you're not an entrepreneur if you have another job. If you have a salary, then you work somewhere else, you're not an entrepreneur. He says, if you want to start a business, you got to go all in and just go for it. So I said to myself, like, I have a little bit of savings and I'm just going to go for this no matter what. And like for like six months, I like made no cash whatsoever, but I was like 100% all in. And that was a huge turning point just because like, Everyone I talked to, they'd have to be, I'd have to be like, I'm doing this. And it'd be like, it was quite, I was quite self-conscious at the beginning, like trying to explain to people what I do. They'd be like, what are you doing nowadays? I'm like, I'm selling this like spike mat. Like, and I couldn't even really describe it. I was like, you gotta just check out the site. But like, I, for like, it was like a, probably the first year I was pretty, pretty almost, I don't want to say embarrassed, but I was just definitely self-conscious and nervous about imposter syndrome. Yeah, exactly. You feel like, you know, I'm, I'm faking it and they're going to sniff me out. Yeah. And there's a lot of obviously people just like looking at this being like, what is this product? And I was just like, it works. Like, trust me, I like it. <laughs> and so now, you know, now versus then, it sounds like you figured out the importance of, of positioning and be able to do that like quick 10 second elevator pitch. Mm -hmm. And on your website, I love this. And so here's the headline. It says acupressure therapy in the comfort of your ho home, real spikes, real results. And then the call to action is feel better. Mm -hmm. You have to click feel better and so it 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 doesn't make any health claims mm -hmm. but there's like the between the lines it's there i love mm -hmm. it yeah it's well done um i appreciate that so it's uh it's tough to figure out what to put in that uh that uh that, that initial value value prop you can kind of go a lot of ways with it and we've tinkered around with it but i i really like to feel better uh we've played around with the active pressure at home but I like to feel better a lot. Yeah, no, I, I think this works. And you're right, it, it sounds easy. Like, oh, you just gotta come up with a tagline that describes what you do and the value. And like, it, it is so difficult as to reduce people to tears if you really make yourself crazy with it. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> you you are on Dragon's Den. Mm -hmm. The Canadian Dragon's Den, not the UK Dragon's Den, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. And what was that experience like? That was amazing. I mean, I, that was one thing I knew, I guess it was one of the things that really made me want to be an entrepreneur growing up because that show has been around for many years. And I always told myself, told my parents, like, I'm going on that show no matter what. And that was literally the first thing I had in my mind when I started this company was I want to go on the Dragon's Den. And that's what I told like an early investors, they, they would ask about the Dragon's Den. And I said, we're going on the Dragon's Den. Don't worry, we're going to be on the Dragon's Den. So I've, I've, I went on about, uh, I think it was the beginning of 2019 was when we had an original audition and uh, uh, you auditioned for the show and the, basically the girl was not, the original producer was just saying, how can we make this exciting for TV? And I was like, well, we're going to make it exciting for TV. Well, I'll get my NHL buddies to come out with us. And we ended up going on air, uh, I think it was May 2019 and uh, it was really nerve wracking. I mean, I was petrified before we went on the show, but it, it truly couldn't have gone better for us. I mean, the, they, the dragons loved our products. They loved the brand. And, um, we ended up getting multiple offers on the show, uh, from four different dragons. And we, uh, we did a deal with Arlene, uh, Dickinson, 
who was a, a really prominent uh, entrepreneur in Canada. So, I mean, the whole experience was truly great for us. And then obviously the brand exposure after was uh, tremendous. How can you increase your Shopify sales by 10 to 15% overnight? Well, you could make a deal with the devil. Can you believe it? All I had to do was give him my soul. <laughs> or you could just use Zipify one-click upsell created by the owner of a $100 million e-commerce store entrusted by over 8,200 Shopify merchants. One-click upsell helps you boost your average order value with targeted upsells and cross-sells. Plus, it's got mobile-optimized offer pages that drive sky-high conversions and built-in split testing for maximizing your results. It's no wonder one-click upsell has made its users an extra $162 million in sales. And it only takes a few minutes to install the app, launch your first upsell, and start generating 10 to 15% more revenue overnight. To start your free 30-day trial, go to Zipify.com slash Kurt, that's Z-I-P-I-F-Y dot com slash K-U-R-T, and to get an unadvertised bonus, email help at Zipify.com and ask for the Tech Nasty bonus. Tech Nasty. So you... Uh, so you did take investment from a dragon. Mm-hmm. And what's that like? That's the part that has always fascinated me. It's like, yeah. what's the, what does that look like? I have no idea. Like, what's the level of involvement? What's the expectation? To be honest, that was the worst part about the whole experience. Uh, like, we, uh, we had, we, so we had multiple offers on the show, and we were asking for, uh, we were asking for $150,000 for 10% of the companies. So we valued it at 1.5 million and uh, a bunch of the dragons were kind of like negotiating back and forth. And then Arlene just said, I think the, I think the valuation's fair. I'll give you what you came for. So we just said, yeah, done. Like that's a no brainer for us. And we were so excited because like we had so much, we had amazing momentum going into the show. Like we had all these incredible sales. We we're hitting trade shows. Like we were just buzzing. And then, like, I was expecting to do some DD and, and, and get it done, but it took just so long after the show. And we ended up, like, not getting paid till like, a year and a half later almost. And we were just, it, the, due diligence, the due diligence was insane. And I was expecting a lot of due diligence, but it was honestly just, like, the time frame was just unbelievable. And it actually really hurt our business because we were relying on this cash. And uh, I had other investors that were not happy about it because they said... I'll put up the money now. Like we don't need to have Arlene come in. Um, like let's just keep rolling here. And so I was actually in a big cash crunch for like probably eight months because I was just assuming this money was coming, which it did, but it was just made it hard to kind of make any other decision. So it, it was actually quite challenging. And that was probably the hardest thing I've ever gone through as an entrepreneur because like it got to the point where it was like we needed the money. And I was like, are they even giving it at this point? I don't even know. And they were just kept, kept going back and forth. So then we just said like, look, you know everything about our company. We provided every financial statement, every piece of due diligence you could ever imagine for a small business. Like you have to tell us like, are you giving us the money or not? And eventually they just like, they did. And so it was great. And I'm really grateful to have our lean on board. But that was actually, uh, that was something I would warn people before going on the show is, uh, be ready for the serious due diligence and it's not going to be a quick process at least for what, okay. I, what I went through Sir, cash is king and cash flow makes or breaks businesses having been through that that tough experience what advice do you have for people who may be facing a similar challenge like what uh 
what practical things did you do to manage a cash flow crunch? Yeah, I mean, that's something I've had to learn the hard way. Uh, I was definitely uh, not as careful and cognizant of it as I should have been. And uh, I would tell people definitely just always be really cognizant of your cash balance and, and make sure you have a, a really strong bookkeeper or accountant who can uh, who can kind of keep you in line. And uh, the you really overlook the, the bookkeeping and the accounting aspect when you first launch a business. Um, and I, that was something I just didn't really look at. Like I would just look at like our Shopify analytics and like see like, oh, we got cash coming in here. But like there's just so much more that goes into it. And, and we were literally selling more than we ever had been. And we almost went out of business. So like I was like really... It really was eye-opening for me because I was like, the business in my mind has actually never been better, but we're almost out of business. Like, we're, if we don't get, if we don't make this work in the next month, like we're done. And our sales were had never been stronger. So I just didn't really think about it as much as I should have. And if I was, uh, if I was giving advice to a, someone who's about to launch a store, I would say first things first, like if you're not a bookkeeper or if you're not an accountant, hire someone right off the bat to do that for you, and just make sure you understand like where, when the cash is coming in, when your payment terms are due, and negotiate payment terms like i would always say like oh the sale's done we're, we're good to go but then we wouldn't get paid for 45 days and i realized how important that was later like cash is king and you, you really need to go negotiate payment terms and anyone you deal with will always try to uh, prolong payment like we do the same thing if we order if we order anything we always say can we pay you in 60 days can we i'm negotiating on everything so i would just be really cognizant about the terms of everything and uh, don't be afraid to negotiate either because it's, uh, it's really important and everyone's negotiating against you. So you have to negotiate yourself. Otherwise, you're probably going to get eaten alive. That is, uh, you know, all, all true and all excellent advice. I would also, uh, building, that, building on that, I would suggest if someone, if this seems intimidating or you're like, I just, I don't feel like I have a strong understanding of my cash flow, uh, the you implementing an accounting system will help and uh the book profit first is mm. uh, probably one of the best in that category and have you read that one were there any books that have helped you along the way yeah there's quite a few i actually uh oh i have a podcast too like i i'm uh, i'm i i was i don't think i would have ever launched my business if it wasn't for tim ferris like his his podcast was incredible uh just like guys like gary v who i don't really listen to as much as, as more but I kind of just read all the books. Like I was really in when I was done playing hockey, I was really in a dark spot. I was kind of like lost my identity as an athlete and I didn't really know what to do. And so I was just reading everything. I was never really a big reader before, but now it's like, it's such a huge part of my life. And I, I, I kind of just read all like the, the, the big, the big books that you've probably heard of, you know, there's a couple of, couple ones that stand out. Like, um, I'm reading that sapiens book now in the homo deuce and, uh, there's a lot of uh, business books like uh, 48 Laws of Power I love. Um, there's one called The Billion Dollar Whale, which I just read. I, I like I like, I like to read all sorts of things, but the podcasts definitely are huge for me. And uh, Tim Ferriss's podcast for, for business, I think, is really, really vital. Uh, so you, you mentioned, you mentioned uh, the struggles with cash flow and mm -hmm. how you're such a, you're a, a first-time entrepreneur. Uh, with your business what what give me the good the bad the ugly about entrepreneurial life <laughs> yeah the good is uh it's really fulfilling like uh i'm i feel uh like when i was working at previous real estate job i kind of just knew this wasn't for me 
but I know that whether it's with Aki or whether it's with another company, I'm always going to be doing this type of thing for the rest of my life. Like I'll, I'll always be an entrepreneur at this point. And once you do it, you can kind of prove to yourself that you can be an entrepreneur. And like now I have the confidence to, to if Aki failed tomorrow, it would still be the best decision I ever made uh, professionally. And it, and it will kind of launch something else from there. The, the bad is, uh, it's just, it's, it's, everything takes longer than you think. Like there's, there's, you want to start, start your business and start selling right off the bat. And it's kind of hard to, to think of it any other way, but it, the reality is things just take so long. And, uh, I'd say be really kind of, uh, patient with the process because the, you can work on it hard every day, but sometimes things just take a long time to come to fruition. So I try to stay patient and I'm typically not. So, uh, that's something that like I'm working on, but that's, it's definitely hard to stay patient in this, in this space. And the ugly, I would say it's, uh, it's really emotional. And I'd say it's 90% struggle and 10% gain. Like people really don't see like the, the day to day, what, like it's not glamorous. People always, uh, kind of that I run into, they'd be like, oh, Aku's just killing it. And I'm like, to be honest, like I'm really stressed about like paying my rent right now. And like, I don't feel like I'm killing it at all. And there's a, like, it looks really good on the outside and I'm, I'm really proud of it, but it's, we're not killing it in terms of like, we're not printing money and uh, we're growing. You're and not, you're not placing the order for your Ferrari right now. Exactly. Exactly. And I want to. <laughs> but you, you know, at the same time, it, as you are rewarded, as you have these 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 successes, I think it's a it's very easy to get stuck um, in recency bias, where it's like you really your brain is only looking at like the last seventy two hours, maybe mm -hmm. a week, and if there were uh, you know stressful things that happened, it's very easy to distract yourself with it and be like, oh man, things are falling apart. When you know you turn around and really take stock of what you've done since twenty eighteen, like been on a globally syndicated television show <laughs> you know, acquired six figures at least in investment i mean those are people who voted with their dollars that they believed in you and your idea mm -hmm. and um so i, I think it's just, it, it's important to to take stock of our achievements when we have those those moments uh it's well so said. i and uh, to your point you know i was watching american pickers i don't know if you ever watch american pickers on history channel <laughs> and the guy um, running it is a, a small business owner, and he deals with a lot of small business owners. And he said, you know, uh, being an entrepreneur or a small business owner is both the hardest thing you'll ever do and the most rewarding. And I've heard that before. Mm -hmm. I know it's a cliche. And until you've lived it, you don't realize how absolutely 100% true that statement is. It's a cliche for a reason. I couldn't agree more. It's, uh, I wouldn't add anything to that. It's exactly the way I feel about it. So... Uh, but, it, you know, at the same time, everyone runs their business or should run their business the way they feel is right, the way they are comfortable. And for some people, that means I'm not going to take investment. I'm bootstrapping only. I'm on my own. And for other people, that means it is a, a practical and reasonable decision to mm -hmm. take investing, mm -hmm. um, to take investment. And you have done that. You have outside investors. Mm -hmm. What? What is it like dealing with investors? You know, if you had to do it over again, would you do it? And what is what's some of your advice there? Yeah, there's definitely been some good learnings. Uh, when I launched Accu, like I had like no money to, to to do it, so I knew right off the bat that I I needed to raise some capital, and I I wanted to bootstrap bootstrap it as far as I could. But I like I'm talking like I needed ten grand to make like the first order. I say I just I couldn't 
couldn't do. So like our first check we raised was like, I think it was 15 grand. And uh, when we got that check, it was a, a guy from Vancouver who I just kind of came to through like mutual connection of mine. It was really kind of spontaneous. But just getting that check in from someone else it really validates the your idea. And it just shows that someone else believes in you. And even though it was $15,000, like that was a huge tipping point for me just to say like, this is actually a pretty good idea. Like someone's willing to give me 15 grand just to get it with literally nothing. Like we had like a prototype and, a, and we didn't have any that our site up yet. So, I mean, that was, it was good validation for us. Uh, but then obviously there's some, some, there was, there's cons as well. Like we have, we have like nine investors now. Uh, if I could do it again, I would have preferred to have a tr trim the cap table in terms of how many people are on it, but have bigger allotments. So like we have nine or 10 guys who've done like 50 grand type thing. I would have, if, if, if I could do it again, I would try to find like maybe one or two whales to, to eat up most of it. And then they can actually provide a lot more day-to-day uh, -day insights and value because a lot of our investors are unbelievable uh, just women and men, and, but they're not involved in any capacity. They're silent investors. And uh, a lot of these guys are high net worth individuals that are really supportive and encouraging, but I don't have uh, uh, too many people on the cap table that are actually helping me on a day-to-day -day basis. So it's really silent. Um, and if I could do it again, I would look for more of a strategic partnership where I could really lean on them and maybe even bring in, bring them on as a, as a co-founder who is working day to day. Um, but I think like if you need the, if you need the money, I, I don't think, uh, looking for investments, a bad option. I think the bootstrapping thing is it's ideal, but I just, I haven't seen, I have exactly, I haven't seen it done really. It's like, it's you, Cuban has a really good quote. He says, I'd rather have, uh, a 90% or 90% of a watermelon than or 90% of a, I forget what you said. I have 10% of a watermelon than 90% of a grape. I think that's a great quote. Like, cause it's just like, what are you trying to do? Like, do you really want to have this a hundred percent to yourself? Like it's almost selfish to just be like, this is mine a hundred percent. Like, don't you want to have a team? Don't you want to have supporters? So, I mean, there's obviously ways to bootstrap. Like I think if you're doing like a drop ship business or just want to have like a, I guess call it a side hustle. I don't even know if uh, that, that works anymore, but uh, there's, there's ways to do it obviously. But I think if you want to grow a brand and grow a business, I think it makes sense to look for some strategic capital and it's uh, getting investors is, is big because it, it, it really gives you confidence and it gives you some runway uh, and it takes a little bit of the pressure off in the short term. Well, and especially with manufacturing a good. Exactly. You have to prepay for the inventory and that's where uh, cash flow in an e-commerce business is really so is difficult and different than a lot of other businesses. Mm -hmm. It's very easy for me as a professional services business that doesn't produce a physical good to be like, yeah, we bootstrapped. Yeah, that is the dream. Because I didn't have to pay a manufacturer. That is the dream, though. I'm looking. To, I'm always kind of now that I've done this once. I, I would love to start a uh, just a Shopify store where I I just own 100 percent of it, and then on a monthly basis I can just take whatever cash out of the business I feel appropriate. So I have a lot of respect for what you've done, and I think it's a uh, it's uh, bootstrapping is the dream. It's just a lot harder, <laughs> and it, it's yeah. it, it's there's if you, it's kind of a I imagine your business doesn't have too much overhead and it's uh, at this point, it's just kind of like you run the show and it's up to you to produce. So uh, like you said earlier, like we have to order tons of products and it, like it's, it's pretty hard without a lot of cash on hand. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So going back to the beginning, I wonder if when you were deciding to do an online store, how did you end up choosing Shopify? Uh, I, I kind of, uh, being from Canada, I, I just heard a lot about Shopify and it was kind of 
before Shopify really went crazy. Like they were pretty popular in 2017, 2018. And it, it was a no brainer. Like I looked at uh, WordPress and, and uh, Square, I believe the, what's the other one I'm thinking of? Anyway. Uh, well, Wix and Squarespace yeah. probably. Yeah. And uh, just, I'm, I'm not tech savvy. Uh, so just being able to, to have everything under one roof with Shopify was just really, really good for us. And I mean, right off the bat, uh, they've just been so, so helpful. And I have nothing but good things to say about them, uh, especially if you compare them to Amazon. And like, they've just, they're always helping. Like I have like account managers now and uh, they're just reaching out about capital, about fulfillment, about marketing, and they have their blogs, their resources. So like, I, I would I would never even consider anything else at this point. I love Shopify. Yeah, I love, it's as much about the product itself, about Shopify as you know, your online store and your, your back end, as it is the ecosystem around Shopify mm -hmm. that they have been. And like, that's what attracted me to the platform early on is mm -hmm. we said, like, wow, this thing's easy to work on. It's well documented. And they just keep investing in their partners in the ecosystem. And now, you know, many years later, clearly that has paid off. Yeah. So. It's unbelievable. Um, do you, so aside from selling direct on your website, mm -hmm. do you sell in any other channels? Yeah, uh, we used to sell on Amazon. We were on uh, .can.com on, on Prime, so they did our fulfillment. And then we had uh, Touch of Modern, which is a, a, a big uh, kind of, wholesaler in the US and the Gromet in the US. Uh, but this year, actually, I, I, I got rid of all that and we're focusing purely on Shopify. I mean, it was it was hard to have all these, uh, these, these distribution channels. And I decided this year that we're, we're only going through Shopify, we can collect the email data, we can kind of control the entire process. And uh, it, that was a huge decision for us. And I, I don't see myself doing any wholesale or any Amazon or anything else for the foreseeable future. So uh, speaking of Shopify, what are, what's your favorite app? I bet there, there's some apps that uh, run this store. What's your favorite? What's the one you couldn't live without? <laughs> uh, we have Privy for uh, email marketing, uh, which I, I, I love and our, our email marketing. I'm trying to take a, a page out of your book. You're, you, you know what you're doing there. Um, but yeah, like Privy has been amazing. And we have the BOGO, the buy one upsell, uh, which has been awesome. We just put that wheel of fortune in and it's actually been, uh, it actually works pretty well. I thought it was pretty gimmicky at first, but <laughs> start uh, spitting the winds. I know they, it's been good. So, uh, yeah, I'd say privy's, privy's the really good one that we, that we love and just integrating all the payment platforms. Like how we have, you can check out on Google pay, uh, Apple pay, uh, like we take PayPal, uh, just shop by pay. So just having all the, all, all the payment options, I think is really important and, more than more than apps, I think just finding a, th a theme that works well, and then kind of just iterating. And then if you see a cool app that you want to, you think you need, uh, I would definitely look into it. Like the app store is incredible on Shopify. You just kind of, you can just look around in there, and there's some so many cool ones you can add on to. So I'm always learning and seeing what what else is available, and there's all these new ones coming out. It's hard to keep up with it. It is. Mm -hmm. Oh man, the the app store, uh, double edged sword. There yeah. is just so much there. You yeah. can go app crazy. It's true. And you don't want to clutter it, to be honest. Like you, like we had the wheel and we had the buy one upsell and we had like our reviews and I was like, this is getting a little too much. Like, so we kind of like are playing around with it, but you, you don't want to have too many pop-ups happening on your, on your site. So what's next for Accu? Yeah, I mean, we're, uh, 
we're just growing. Uh, we still, we still got a lot of room to grow in North America, and uh, I, I, we're focusing purely on our store this year. I mean, I was really kind of all over the place last year with COVID was obviously an exception, but we were just doing trade shows. We were doing wholesale. We were selling in stores in Vancouver. We were selling on Amazon, and it just got too hectic, and we weren't we weren't ready for that. So I wanted to really simplify things and and focus on our experience, focus on the customer experience. Like we're 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 really. Uh, grateful for anyone who buys our products we want to make sure we're just like offering great shipping times and and offering gifts to people and i think we got a lot of room to just grow revenues uh in north america and then we're launching a lot of cool new SKUs. uh so we have we have a, a brand extension coming out like the acu roll which will be uh foam rollers uh like lacrosse balls um just massage but it's more of a roll because my vision for acu acu spike is that make it more of a hub for acupressure. So we have kind of our spike collection and then we have kind of like a foam roller, like a foam roll is still considered acupressure therapy. So it's like me uh, massaging you with my thumb is that's considered acupressure. So I, I want to just be kind of a hub for acupressure and, and have a lot of information there. And I think that's a good kind of space for us to own because it's, uh, it's, 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 it's niche in the sense that there's not too many companies trying to do what we're doing, but it's also, it's pretty well known and it's a, it's, it's a, the, the market size is pretty significant. So I, I think it's a good kind of area for us to try to dominate. Oh, I, I, I like the plan. I like your vision <laughs> and I am excited to see where you take Accu. Um, so, Oh, I have here that you have a coupon code for us. Mm. 20% off all products. Use code Kurt K U R T. hundred percent. Still valid? Does still this valid. coupon still work? Still valid, buddy. I really appreciate okay. you having me on here, so I, that's the least I can do. And if people wanted to learn more about you, where can they go? I would say check out the site for sure. There's uh, we have uh, we try to update our blog, and we try to we have a pretty good FAQ section there. And then if they ever want to, uh, if anyone's listening to this and they want to uh, reach out to me personally, I, I'm happy to field any questions they want. So it's uh, my my email is paul at accuspike.com. And uh, I don't mind. Connect. I love connecting with uh, any customer. And I'm always. It's we're not at the point where we're uh, we're too busy to talk. So I would love to to talk to anyone who who is interested. Yet, yeah, oh my gosh, take advantage of that now. When people offer that, there is a narrow window because mm-hmm. they everyone thinks like, oh yeah, I'm going to help everybody who reaches out to me. And it happens to ever eventually you get to a point where it's like I just can't help everybody anymore. So. If you have a question for Mr. DeJersey, do it now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Paul, thank you for doing this. This has been uh, this has been phenomenal and enlightening and inspiring. And I'm so glad that you hated real estate and started your own <laughs> business. Yeah, I, I really appreciate you having me on, Kurt. I, I, uh, I love what you do also. And I think uh, you're adding a lot of value to the, the, the e-commerce community. And uh, I've personally learned a lot just in the last couple of months of reading your blog and uh, listening to a couple of your podcast episodes. So I, I really appreciate it. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Yeah. E-commerce sales are at an all time high. So if you've been waiting for the quote unquote right time to launch your online store, here is your sign. Yes. You've got to launch it now in 2021 success in e-commerce is going to depend on whether or not you provide an amazing customer experience. And Out of the Sandbox has a 10-year track record of delivering excellent customer experiences by building premium Shopify themes that look and work amazingly well. And that helps merchants make more money. So their best-selling theme, Turbo, fully loaded, 
easily accommodates high volume large catalog shops or small shops looking for premium performance because it is just that flexible. It is arguably the fastest theme on the market with speed settings that you could control and customization settings that free themes just can't compete with. For 20% off turbo, visit outofthesandbox.com slash unofficial and use promo code KURT20 at checkout. Try the new theme for two weeks. And if you don't like it, they will give you your money back. How's that for a risk reversal guarantee? That's outofthesandbox.com slash unofficial. Promo code KURT20 for 20% off turbo and a 14-day money-back guarantee. If you'd like to help us spread the joy of entrepreneurship, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe. If you're listening on a smartphone, tap or swipe up over the cover art of this podcast. You'll find some episode notes, including links to sites we discussed, and maybe some details you missed. You'll also find offers from our sponsors, so please support our show by supporting them. And thank you. The unofficial Shopify podcast was recorded and hosted by me, Kurt Elster, produced by my business partner, Paul Rita, for our Shopify partner agency, EtherCycle. Check us out at ethercycle.com. Thanks for listening.